Welcome, listener, to the Christian Truth Podcast. My name is Prophetess LGBTQ, and you've tuned in once more to a little bit of Christian truth. Here at this podcast, we teach you God's truths. Now, I know what the title says, Christian truth, but it's God's truth that the Christian needs to hear because the Christian today believes that he cannot be seen by God, cannot be touched by God, and definitely is not judged by God. And the reason they feel this way, listener, is because they're Christians. And the last person who had the balls sack, eh, to tell them otherwise, well, they crucified him. His name is Jesus. Not only did they crucify him, though, listener, he's now their God. Jesus God. You understand. So he told them, you don't judge for God. God got that shit handled. No, he's got that shit handled. Y'all know what I'm But you didn't like that. No, nope, that was not for you. So the problem I have with that particular statement, that you don't want him to be that supreme God, I mean, you replaced that deity that I serve. So when I come to give you his truth, you replaced him with a Jesus. Mm-hmm. A Jesus, because I don't believe he's real. I believe that is not required either. Salvation, I mean. We're not actually required. God doesn't require man. So he doesn't require man's permission, huh? To love whoever the fuck he wants. Pick whoever the fuck he wants. Be whatever the fuck he wants. He just doesn't need your permission. You understand. So today, as you saw in the title of the episode, it's Leviticus. Just leave it alone. And the reason I bring this episode up is because I've had about enough. You okay? No, no, fucking enough of hearing how we are abominations in the eyes of God. And I say we, I'm a bisexual prophet, which means I am a member of the LGBTQI plus community. All right. We are the alphabet mafia. Proud member. Since birth. I was birthed this way. I was made a bisexual. God decided I can do it because I fucking can. And I don't really need anyone else's approval. The only problem that the Christian of today has with that statement is one, their Bible says God does not accept that. And here's where this heifer starts getting pissed. Now, there's a lot of things in this Bible that says God is not, you know, supreme. A lot of things. From the very beginning, he was fucking up with an uppity angel. Y'all checked out uh, Goddard King, the other episode on the Christian Truth Podcast. Another one is without the church. These are things you might want to check into before we go on. Before, when we were just doing the Explain This series, I was going through these books, book by book by book, trying to get you to understand how a supreme deity is not going to write down. I've diminished myself to the level of a human emotion, and I feel that these things are disgusting. And that is where our religion has taken us to this day. Listener, we believe, the Christian I mean, believes wholeheartedly that the Bible was written not only by God, but is upheld, obeyed, okay, by God. Oh no, he obeys. That's what the fuck he does. Don't you get that you're twisted? God obeys this book. And the reason why is because he wrote it. He has to obey it. He fucking wrote that shit. You follow? You following? Cool. Now, we're going to ask you some questions here at the end. We asked you in God or King, do you really serve a supreme deity, a God? Or do you serve a king of kings? Jesus God, the one that you killed. There, is there a God in heaven that you actually put there? Did you actually kill your deity when he decided to pop off at the mouth? Is that what took place? No. So then without the church, that episode goes on and tells you that the church is not actually required. However, do I do it? The book says otherwise. God requires man off jump. If you guys have not started the Explain This series, you should probably go and get caught up. We have gone all the way to Second Chronicles. And it's a doozy, that series. It's really hard on the hostess because 
I don't believe that a supreme deity would write down he wasn't supreme. I don't believe a supreme deity wrote two testaments telling you how many times he failed, left you, and allowed you to be enslaved by your fellow motherfucking man. I just don't believe that's supreme. That's why I have an entire series called Explain This. Explain how this means he's supreme. Explain it to me. Make it make sense. You know. But no one has. No one has been able to do so. But I'm tired. Do you hear what I say to you, Lesnar? Fucking tired of hearing about Leviticus says this and Leviticus says this and Leviticus says this. Yeah, well, Leviticus is in the Old Testament, the same motherfucking Old Testament, Christian Truth Listener, that these modern Christians say don't fucking apply to their goddamn life. No, 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 that doesn't apply to today. It was what they were supposed to live by back in that day. Let's unpack that. So back in that day, they were allowed to sleep with children and then God said, stop doing that. Um, back in the day, they were allowed to sleep with their parents. Mm. And then God said, stop doing that. Okay. Uh, back in the day, they were allowed to sleep um, with incestual relatives. No, 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 no. It's just what they were doing back in the day. And that's why Leviticus was written. Christian Truth listener, did you know that shit? We have a new listener today. And they've never heard my voice. They've never heard the podcast episode. And I want you to remember, every single episode does come from my heart. And it comes from my heart because I am on fire for a supreme deity. I want people as a mass, okay, to just acknowledge that supreme lives in heaven. It doesn't matter what you call them. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter if they're female, male, or non-binary. It simply makes no fucking matter. No, no, it just doesn't. No, I say it doesn't matter. So I believe that your deity listener is the same as my deity. Now your deity might look a little different, might sound a little different, might even speak to you differently than mine speaks to me. However, dot, dot, I still believe it's the same conscious being. No, it's an omniscient presence. And it can mold itself to whatever is being spoken to. Now, if I'm talking to my God, it's going to talk to me like I talk to him. And you can talk to your goddess just like you and your goddess speak to one another. It's still the same deity in my opinion. I said that shit. Just like I can see my human race, my fellow fucking man, as a species and not a race. Breeds within. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. There's multiple ethnicities and that makes us all fucking different. Apparently, that's why racism is okay. Because God, even in the Bible, said you must separate. We can't have all the same things together. We just can't fucking do it. Now, the only reason why they were able to be separated is because God wrote a fucking book now. God damn you. No, he wrote a fucking book. He wrote a fucking book. Now, this is what took place. Either this is what took place or this is what Moses remembered took fucking place. Because Moses was writing him some books now. He wasn't just writing one or two of these. No, threes, fours. We're in the third book in Leviticus. So that means the first three fucking books of the goddamn testament written by the same man. Written by Moses, okay? God spoke to Moses. Cool, fine. Now, the same Moses that you say God was speaking to, well, he was later considered to be a sinner. So therefore, not actually prophetic. No, 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 we don't actually have to listen to Rabbi Moses, Prophet Moses, Priest Moses. We don't have to listen to him anymore because he's doing the things he said we weren't supposed to do. He's actually backsliding. And why should we follow a backslider? Why should we follow a sinner? How is he any better than us? And that's when we decided that Moses wasn't, wasn't all he, he thought he was. He was not everything God cracked him up to be. But in the meantime, Moses was acceptable for him to write these many books. Now, he was a sinner eventually, but he's still the author of these fucking books. This book is still fucking holy because Moses was spoken to by God. Now, Moses stopped being talked to. They don't believe that Moses was spoken to any longer. No, no, no. He, they just stopped talking to him. 
the deities in heaven stopped talking to Moses. Okay, I know they fucking stopped. That's just what they believed. Okay, back in the book, in the Old Testament. Today's Christian will tell you that the Old Testament doesn't apply, however. Okay, so the Ten Commandments, they don't apply. No, no, they don't fucking apply. And these rules of atonement, they don't fucking apply either. No, no, they don't fucking apply. Now, I want you to remember something. Now, the reason I called it Leviticus, leave it alone, is y'all can't let that shit the fuck go. Leviticus is your bread and fucking butter, especially when it comes to judging other fucking people. Oh my goodness, Leviticus explains it all. Yes, it does. Now, now, I want you to remember though, this bitch is a devil's advocate to my core. So we're going to be real and honest about this one, all right? So the people who are teaching you about Leviticus, they're the anointed fucking leaders. They're the fucking anointed leaders that have been chosen for generations. Generations upon generations have been told the words that you hear coming out your anointed leader's mouth. Generations. He has affected generations. You understand what you? And there's some churches here in the South, okay, in the South, Southern Baptist churches to be precise. The ones who feel they must suppress life three times to be closer to God. Yes, they have to be baptized up in this bitch. Now, true that bitch is baptized, been baptized twice. It doesn't seem to matter fucking to God though. You know why? Because he doesn't give a shit. I'm not sure why you think God wants to accept you suppressing his life force inside your body three times to prove you love God more than you love Jesus. You can't though because Jesus was fucking killed, crucified and shit. And in order to be worthy of that fucking sacrifice, we get baptized up in this bitch. I want you to remember what the fuck that looks like from heaven. God says, you want me to accept your baptism because you were righteous in killing my proof that I was a miracle making motherfucking God. Just so we're clear, that's what you're asking the bitch to do. You want me to believe that's supreme? You want me to believe you serve God? How are you a servant of God, but you're a Christian? A Christian, by the way, who has this Old Testament using it like a gavel. Okay, no, we're going to use it to swear testimony in on. And we're definitely going to use it to judge the LGBTQ community. Oh, it's important. They need to know the most that God doesn't fucking approve of them. So here's where Leviticus, leave it alone, comes in. We're going to go into Leviticus, you Christian hypocrites. No, we're going to do it for you. We're going to do that. Okay, we're going to go into Leviticus and we're going to point out your hypocrisy. Now, the same fucking book that you use to point out why God doesn't accept us is the same book I'm going to use to prove to you you don't actually worship God. You worship Jesus because you didn't fucking respect God in the first fucking testament if he had to write a fucking second one. Let's be clear. That's what we're doing here today. Okay, Christian truth. Welcome, welcome. Now. Once more, I say once more because if you guys have heard the Second Chronicles episode, it was in two parts. The Second Chronicles book of the Bible, it breaks down into two parts. Chapters 1 through 9 and 10 through fucking 36. That's what the fuck I said. Mm-hmm, it's a long fucking book. It sure is. It's a, just, a, it's got lots to say. Now, mind you, if you haven't heard that episode, I'll give you a real quick recap. Um, we're just recapping. That's all we do here. No, no, no. Here in Chronicles, for sure. We're recapping First and Second Kings. First and Second Chronicles literally recaps First and Second Kings, Second and First Samuels. No, we do that though. It's just what we do. We recap everything these fuckers wrote because that's what God wanted us to know. He wanted us to know it not once, not twice, but three or four motherfucking times, just in case it was unclear. You know, the first time. So this book too, Leviticus. Now we have to go back a couple, couple. Just go back, go back, go back. Go back to Numbers, go back to Joshua, Judges, Deuteronomy, all of them. No, go back, go back, go back. 
We're going back to Leviticus today, okay? Because these motherfuckers really want to tell me that they have a right not only to judge me by Leviticus, but to also claim they are righteous in their judgment, in their holy chosen place of judgment, simply because of Leviticus. Now, Leviticus saves everybody's ass. Let's be clear now. Leviticus saves some ass, y'all. Now, the first time I heard, yeah, well, Leviticus says, I had to look that shit the fuck up. Wait a minute. What you're telling me and what has been becoming the norm of late is that a Christian's belief system is starting to become law. Numbers 5 tells you to abort babies that were not conceived in wedlock. That's what the fuck Numbers 5 says. It's what the fuck it says, okay? If you feel that your child is not yours, it was born out of wedlock, huh? then it is to be aborted. It's what the fucking Bible says. If you want that shit to be real, you've got to embrace the whole fucking thing. That's what we are here to tell you at the Christian Truth Podcast. We're here to tell you that, okay? Your truth is that the entire book has to be real if Jesus is. The entire book has to be real if the devil is. I've stated before in many episodes that if the devil is real, it means you've seen his face. Well, you're a Christian, which means you've seen Jesus. No, fuck you. You've seen his face. For generations, we've called ourselves this man's name. We're entitled to that. No, we're fucking entitled to that name. We can automatically take it on simply because we believe we had a right to kill him. I'm not sure whatever fucking reason you feel it is necessary to call yourself that name. I need someone out there in the Christian motherfucking sect to let a bitch know. Break it the fuck on down. Okay, make it make sense for the class. We all want to understand why is it that your faith makes you better? Because your faith says you didn't believe in God. Your faith is literally based on your disbelief in fucking God. No, no, no. You not only killed your fucking God. Hey, you asked for him first. He was given to you because you requested him. And then when he said some shit you didn't fucking like, you were entitled, and to this day so, to kill him. You're entitled, do you hear what I say to you, Christian? To kill anybody. And it says so in the fucking book. We're going to cover it. Don't you worry, we're going to cover it. We are going to cover it. In the same book, though, that you use to justify why you're allowed to be called a Christian and how you should be respected as such, we're going to cover that shit here in Leviticus today. Because Leviticus will break it the fuck on down. If you don't want to keep talking about Leviticus, I'm going to keep talking about Leviticus. And until you can leave it the fuck alone, Leviticus is number one in my motherfucking mind. Okay, it's just what the fuck it's going to be. So the very first part of Leviticus, are you ready for this? Is the way of access to God or atonement. We got to atone y'all. Fuck you. We have to atone up in this bitch. All right. Before we can even think about addressing God. Now back in the motherfucking day, the old Testament states, and I quote that God would not rest his eyes upon a temple that had not atoned, purified its temple, and offered up some stuffs. God wouldn't fucking even look at you. No, he fucking wouldn't do it. Now, mind you, Bitch believes in a supreme deity, doesn't believe it took a whole fucking six days in a rusty boo to make creation, but we're going to go with the Bible, okay? Because Leviticus is part of the Bible. Leviticus supports the fact that you don't believe God is supreme because God left in Genesis. Now, okay, he left and while he was gone, okay, we were fucking disobeying and shit. You understand? So here in Leviticus... We have been doing that shit on a regular. No, disobeying like you wouldn't fucking believe. We've been sleeping with our parents. We've been doubting God. We've been disobeying God. We've been telling no to his fucking face. It's what the fuck we do. 
We're the chosen fucking people, these Christians, you understand. Now, today's Christian claims that the OT does not apply, but the OT is what they use to fucking righteously judge you. Bitch is confused. Are you confused, Christian 2 listener? Because hell, it's confused. I'm fucking confused. You gotta make it make sense. Especially those UCs, those undercover Christians that are still here who no longer have any guilt or shame of being something. I'm gonna be undercover all day. No one has to know I was listening. No one has to know that I heard the message. No one has to know I believe her. I'll keep going to church. It's fine. I need you to know God sees you specifically. You can keep going to church. Absolutely. No, you can come believe her. You can absolutely go to church. You can believe her and go to church. Absolutely. I'm not sure how the fuck you think your conscience is going to allow that to happen. But God says more power to you. No, no more fucking power to you. Okay. Now, so the first one is getting access. We got to get access to God. Now, first of fucking all, this is a supreme deity, all right? He already made a fucking uppity angel, and him uppity angel took a whole bunch of demons. Well, they're demons now. They were angels at first who didn't like what the fuck this man had to say about these humans that were coming. No, 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 I don't agree. I don't think it's a good look for you, God. He didn't like their uppityness, and he kicked them the fuck out. So while they were gone, God was making creation from the ether, you understand. So the same God that I believe is supreme, the one who left you in the fucking garden to disobey, he's coming back and telling Moses, the author of the whole first fucking half of the goddamn testament, tell my people this. Yo, no, tell my people this. Yo, no, tell my people this. 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 Tell my people for me. God wrote an entire fucking testament. Christian truth listener, an entire motherfucking testament about how he needed Moses not only to write this shit the fuck on down, he actually required man once fucking more to do his goddamn job. No, he didn't though. He needed Moses to tell the fucking people. Let me tell you why. Some of you might be confused here. Why exactly did God need Moses to tell his people? Oh, let me be clear. The same Christians who claim that the Old Testament does not apply to their motherfucking life, okay, are the same ones who use the Old Testament despite the fact it includes their original disobedience. God walked the fuck away. We did what he said not to do. And now in Leviticus, he has chosen judges, kings, and priests. Okay. Yes, he did. He picked them all. And we're supposed to live our life righteously against this testament. God damn it. There's rules for a reason, they say. But it doesn't apply to the Christian. Let me explain the title once more. Leviticus, leave it the fuck alone. If it doesn't apply to you, don't fucking quote from it. Now let me be clear one more time. If it does not fucking apply to you, you don't get to quote from that shit no fucking more. Okay, that's your Christian truth for the day. It's just it's so we're clear. You're saying it doesn't apply. As in, we're not supposed to sleep with children as with women. No, what they mean is they're not supposed to sleep with boys as with men that's actually what the fuck it says in my book you shall not lay with a man as with a woman 
is what your book says, Christian. Your book says things a little differently. Now, mind you, it's still holy fucking God's word. No, no, it's God's holy motherfucking word. It doesn't matter how he worded it exactly. You're just not supposed to do it. You're not supposed to lay with the same sex. Hold the phone right quick. You're not supposed to lay with children as with women, adults, and such. No, fine, check. We've got two requirements in that motherfucking statement. So Leviticus, leave it the fuck alone unless you want to address this topic. You're not supposed to lay with children as with adults. Let's go there. Since y'all think we're grooming a motherfucking generation up in this bitch, the alphabet mafia, we're groomers. We consider that to be a slur today. Us modern fucking mafia. Now, we just we decided that's a slur. You have the audacity to say we're the ones grooming your children to be accepting. <sighs> what the fuck is wrong with us? What the fuck is wrong with us? We are actually teaching your motherfucking children. Do you hear what I say to you? To fucking accept everybody. What the fuck are we thinking? Listen here, listener. This That's literally the only reason you're upset. That's why we're grooming. We're grooming them to be fucking human. Let's be clear one more time. We're not actually grooming them to believe in shit other than everyone is loved by the deity that created them. Okay. <laughs> You're upset about it though. You're upset that we're telling these babies that you can be anything you want to be. There's nothing stopping you. Not even God. Now, there might be some parents in your life that are stopping you from being who the fuck God created you to be. And we are groomers, mafia members. We are fucking grooming these people to think outside their motherfucking parents' box. What the fuck's wrong with us? Our agenda is all corrupt, y'all. No, it's fucking corrupt as shit. Because we're fucking grooming these people. These children don't know what the fuck they're getting into. Being read children's books by fucking drag queens. What has the world come to? Now, there's people in the world, America Kikins, that believe our country wouldn't know how to spell democracy if our fucking life depended on it. No, I swear on everything I love. That's what they believe. Not only do they used to believe we ate our fucking own children, huh? Worship the goddamn son as the devil. They also believe we don't know democracy when it smacks us in the fucking face. And the reason why is because we literally don't want it. There's too many of us in this America caca that don't want us to be anything but a republic. We don't want all of this change. We don't want this controversial progress. We don't want it because things were good the way they were. You mean things were fine as long as you weren't being told that you're no longer fucking acceptable with your racist motherfucking perspective. Their things were fine then. Things were fucking fine. Didn't have no problems telling people about them fucking selves. No, 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 no. But as soon as someone tells you that your child doesn't have to be what the fuck you think it is, well, now we're grooming people. We're fucking grooming people up in this bitch. Oh, but we are. We're grooming. You understand? No, we're fucking grooming. We are grooming these children to believe that God accepts and loves every fucking body. This is why I had to do this episode this month. This is June of 2022, and this is the month of pride. A lot of fucking straight head cis people, huh? Heterosexual cisgender people, they're a little upset. Why can't we have straight pride? 
I believe you have straight pride every fucking day of your life. You're proud to be straight, correct or not? Is that, is that that accurate to state? You are proud to be straight? Okay, so if you're proud to be straight, understand me this. You don't need a specific month. I heard someone, a video, of course, you know, I, bitch lives on TikTok. Um, one of the people that I follow, a creator, made a video uh, with this particular sound and they were, you know, lip syncing. But the words of this sound were very calming, for me anyway. It made a lot of sense. When a straight person asks a queer or LGBTQ mafia member, why can't we have straight? Why does it have to be pride? Why do you have to have a whole month of pride? And this particular sound allowed them to understand just a little bit better of why exactly pride is so fucking important. Well, usually people have parades and celebrate, you know, things that they're proud of, you know, things that they've accomplished, things that they survived even. What do we get to celebrate as straight people? This video said, well, you know, you have the, the 4th of July. You know, we just had Memorial Day a couple of days ago and then Veterans Day is coming up soon as well. And, and there's just a lot of holidays already in effect um, for you specifically straight, okay, people to, to, to celebrate your accomplishment because you did that. You you did that. You did that. Yes, you did. You can give yourself a fucking hand. You were straight. You were so straight that you have a holiday to celebrate that shit. No, no, no. The 4th of July is your independence from sexuality, apparently. No, no, no. no the, the, the Veterans Day. It's your, it's, your, it's your thankfulness. You're celebrating uh, the people who died for, for your right to judge others. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, you have think that you'd have enough holidays already, um, that one month can be dedicated to black history, uh, another to pride of gays, uh, queers, and us, and stuff, and, 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 and everything else is for you. You got Christmas and Easter for fuck's sake, that means your religion actually decides when we get the fucking weekend off. Your religion tells us that we cannot celebrate anything other than your holidays during those particular times of the year. Your religion actually dictates to the rest of the fucking population. Christian, it's just, let's be clear. Your religion is offended when we tell you we don't need your Jesus. So I don't need to serve Christmas dinner. I don't need to celebrate that motherfucker. I don't need to. When I tell you that I don't need to celebrate Christmas, you get fucking offended. You guys are trying to take our holiday. I didn't say you didn't have to celebrate it. I said, I don't. And because the Christian has for so long been the dominant religion, they're flabbergasted y'all no they're fucking flummoxed okay how is it that you think all of a sudden you can tell us we're wrong that's where the indignation's coming from y'all you're offended because we're telling you not only are you wrong we don't give a shit anymore if you're right we don't give a shit what you think though like it just we don't have to you know what i mean the fact that we have broken free from giving a fuck you're offended. You're fucking offended. How dare we just not give a shit about your fucking opinion? So let's bring up the Bible. Leviticus, Leviticus, Leviticus. So we're going to talk about fucking Leviticus. I can promise you though, most of the people who have the audacity to call upon this motherfucking specific book of the Old Testament that actually doesn't apply to your fucking modern day life, Christian, just remember, I don't think you're going to be doing that too much longer because this book, it does cover quite a bit. It's important, however, that you remember it goes both ways. This book, the theme is holiness. Fucking atonement and holiness. The second part of this book is about bringing the way to the people. How to live before God. Yep. 
No, 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 that's holiness. We did atonement first. The first part of the book is about atoning, preparing our bodies, you know, giving offerings and stuff to the Lord above, um, to, to, to the angry guy who, who, who was going to smite us otherwise. We're going to cover it, listener. Don't you worry. We're going to come back and we're going to dive right into Leviticus. And then you're going to fucking leave that shit the fuck alone. No, no, what you will do it, Christian. Watch me work now. So the first one is we're going to access God. We're going to atone for all of our sins up in this bitch. No, up in Leviticus, we're going to, we're going to atone up in this motherfucker. Okay. And then next, we're going to figure out how to live before God. How do we, human fucking beings that we be, all right, how do we become holy up in this bitch? How do we do it? Tell us more. Anointed leadership, do it for us now. Show us what you got. We're going to follow you today in this little bookie-poo, Leviticus. And we're going to talk about it. Moses' third book. It's about holiness. And now it's related to Exodus. But Exodus, as you know, covered the Passover and we're going to take the first born of every family unless you covered yourself like you're supposed to. And that is brought up again in Passover here in Leviticus. Now, there are four feasts, if you're calling it, including Passover. There's four feasts that are included in Leviticus alone that you must fucking celebrate up in this goddamn testament. Now, it doesn't apply to today. Remember that. Okay, Christian, especially the undercover Christian. I want you to remember this book, Leviticus, is included in the Testament, the old one that no longer applies to your fucking life. So if it doesn't apply to your motherfucking life, Christian, undercover Christian, new Christian truth listener, if it doesn't apply to your life, then it doesn't apply to fucking mine either. No, I just want you to be clear, Christian. It goes both fucking ways. We'll be right back. Hi there, you stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, more often than not, I come to yell at you. If you came here to hear about nothing but Bible scriptures or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, to be honest. This will be a ride you'll never forget. I hold no punches and strive to remain unapologetic. And remember, I was once where you are, Christian. I'm human, and I'll never claim to be perfect. But just like you, listener, we are capable of positive growth. Each episode is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned, this is me as he made me, and he's not done with me yet. Ta for now. I don't want to make this long-winded, so for those of you who are not really here for the scriptures or the religious aspect, and you're just here to see me act a fool, and that's fine. I'm really, really here not to be believed, not to really entertain, just if you're here for that and know that alone, now I would say would be the time you'd want to leave, unless you do actually want to hear me decimate this particular book, which I'm going to do, and we do it with relish. Now, for those of the rest of you um, who are not supposed to be listening, especially those undercover Christians, we're going to go into the book of Leviticus. And I have the version, the new international version. That is the version, okay, that I have always purchased. Uh, That's the kind that I own. It's just the only version that I own. I don't need conflicting perspectives, if you catch my meaning. I just, one's good enough for me. Thanks. Um, so I don't believe that the Bible is real. For those of you who are just joining us, I don't believe prophetess lgbtq here that the bible is actually real or written by god for god or with god in in mind in any way shape or fashion like he just was not your goal okay he he, was glorifying god was never your motherfucking agenda it was just wasn't on your itinerary you hear said you and leviticus is proof 
Leviticus is so much proof that you didn't actually revere and respect your worship to God. You were finding ways uh, of becoming him. That's what I take Leviticus as. Since you want to keep bringing it up and using it as your book in righteous judgment, uh, we're going to use it the same. We're going to use it and we're going to judge your life, Christian, against what you claim God wrote down. Now, God wrote the whole fucking book according to the Christian, okay? And here at the Christian Truth Podcast, we do not believe that. But we're going to jump into this book anyway. And the very first part of this book is how to access God, atonement, okay? And the very first part. We're talking about sacrificing, offerings and stuff. Okay, that's like a cult, a Christian cult. That's what the fuck it is. We have to give God something to atone. I'm not sure why the fuck we think God needs our shit that he's blessed us with. I'm not fucking sure. But of course, we've already passed the tithing part. This is required. You understand. We, we are required. Man, off jump is required. And we also are required to pay God. We have to pay God a tithing, okay? And especially offerings and sacrifices. Now, now we're going to come back to sacrifices because it's importante. That not everyone thought this was such a great fucking idea. Remember that the humans were not, they, were, they didn't have a lot of fans up in heaven before they existed, okay? And then we're going to talk about how to access God through the priest. There is a Holy Father that walks this globe and has the audacity to be revered as if he is in fact God himself. He's the Holy fucking Father, okay? Now he's not Jesus. That particular sect of the Christian faith is my legitimate proof that you don't worship God. You control this fucker. No, but you do. Watch me work now. Jesus was given to you because you asked for him. Now, I know that's not in Leviticus. And now I know that's not in Leviticus, but it's where the fuck took place. Now, all Christians who are listening to my voice today, your name alone says you don't believe that God was supreme because you asked him to prove himself, correct? You know, it's what the fuck you asked him. And now in modern days, Christian says the Old Testament doesn't apply. Now, mind you, you wouldn't have a New Testament. You wouldn't need a savior, if you will. If there wasn't a fucking Old Testament to dispute. I said dispute. Okay. We're going to go through the priest. We're going to go through a man of God. Now, mind you, all of these anointed priests and rabbis and reverends and bishops and whatnot, they're all fucking chosen. All of them, they're all fucking chosen. And the reason I cannot dispute that is because it's not my fucking lane. It's not my lane to tell you God didn't fucking pick you. I will tell you this, however. God didn't pick you to lie and talk shit about him. No, fuck you. It just didn't happen. He didn't make you a bishop to tell the world that I walked the fuck away and I let you disobey. No, he didn't make you a pastor of an entire goddamn congregation simply to tell people that the first testament doesn't fucking apply, but you better keep a judge and your fellow fucking man with it. It's just what we are required to do. God requires it. You understand. Now, it doesn't apply to the Christian, but it applies to every fucking the else. Now, if we do have the audacity to say that shit to a Christian, no, it's not that we don't apply it to our lives. We just, it just it, he wasn't talking about us. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold the feckin' phone. Let's be clear. Um, God was the one true God then and now in the Christian's eyes, okay? He was telling Moses some things, okay? Especially in Leviticus. He was telling Moses, this is how you and your peoples 
can access yours truly, okay? I won't hear you otherwise. I want you to hear that shit, Christian Truth listener, from fucking heaven. God cannot hear us if we don't do it the way the fucking Leviticus says. We fucking can't hear us. He's fucking unable. Okay, how supreme can you be? No, honestly, well, how, what, where are you looking for? You're looking for supreme over here? Because that's not what it is. It's not what it is. This, that's, not what, that's not the one you want. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. We had to go through man to get to God. Oh, I see. We have to give money and offerings to God to get to God. Oh, okay, wait, wait. We're not done. We got two more. Purification. Holy shit. Can anyone guess which sect, S-E-C-T, of the Christian faith believe in purification the most? You got that shit right. The fucking Baptists. No, the Baptists. They believe you are baptized in the blood of the Lamb as long as you accept that we were supposed to kill him. No, John the Baptist is why we're named Baptists, but we're specifically supposed to kill this guy so that we could, in fact, know what a baptism was for. In another episode, A God or King, and that's a question, um... I ask you, if that is the case, how come Paul, if I'm not mistaken, who became John the Baptist, okay, how come he, right after you killed your Savior, but I said that shit, how come he was writing the Savior's killers, telling them all about the glory of God? No, 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 God still loves you. In fact, he loves you more than anybody else because you killed his son for us. That's what the fuck the work the, the the words say though. The word says it. He wrote themselves a little letter, Pooh okay, and said, Hey, God loves you anyway. We know that you killed our Savior, but it was for a good reason. We needed salvation. Oh, but we did because you see the God that we so called serve here in the New Testament, said Paul. Well, he hasn't always been supreme, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that you were able to kill his proof <laughs> to the contrary. Well, it just proves our point. We're Christians today, says Paul, to his killers, his savior's killers. Uh, We are Christians today because you decided you knew better than God. No, you decided that we get to kill God's miracle, his proof that he was a miracle-making God. So that Christian who believes that you are, in fact, entitled to judge the rest of your fellow fucking man, here in Leviticus, you got purified you got pure, you're baptized. Okay. So let's be clear from this point forward, since we're leaving this shit the fuck alone, Leviticus, if you want to tell me one more time that in Leviticus, it says, I'm going to remind you what the fuck Leviticus says. Leviticus says, once I'm purified, you got shit else to say to me. Fuck you. It's what the fuck it says. Purification is how I access God. Once the bitch is baptized, I cannot have that access taken from me. And here's where the Levites have a problem. No, 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 you can't say that. You can't say that they all have had access. Who the fuck says? Who the fuck is going to tell God he can't access me now that I've washed my body like he's supposed to? Who the fuck says? You're going to tell God that, Christian? You're going to tell God that that doesn't apply to me. It doesn't apply to people who don't believe in your God. You mean your book. I don't believe in your book. Get it right. I do believe in God. That's why I don't believe in your book. And because you believe in your book, I know you don't believe in the same God. Let's be clear, right? We're going to leave it alone and you're going to live this shit. You're going to live it. Okay. Now, the last thing to do 
that you could use to access God. Now, mind you, all three fucking ones before this one, they have to be done as well. You have to be pure. You have to give God money and sacrifices and you have to talk to the priest. The priest is the only one. Did you fucking know that shit? That's what got me about Leviticus. Leviticus was very specific. You know what I'm saying? Like it had rules up the yayu, okay? Only the priest can make these offerings. No, no, no. You had to bring the most perfect, unblemished, defectless, virgin, female, loom, you, whatever the fuck. And whatever livestock that they decided they required for that particular sacrifice, huh? that first offering, only the priest could give that offering. Only the fucking priest. That's what I said. Now, mind you, all of these things are for all people to access God. That's what the Christian will tell you today. Now, we're all allowed to access God if we follow his rules. Right. Let's follow the rules. The first rule is how to sacrifice and give offerings. Well, I was looking on a little later on and God specifically said in the beginning of Leviticus that I want this type of offering. Bitch has to be perfect. I cannot accept lest God, supreme fucking being, that he is, always has been, always will be. He wrote down that he was so not supreme that he requires the perfection. I won't take anything else. I can't even see anything less than perfect. I can't see it, but I can't. That's what your entire book intimates about God, Christian. Let's stay with Leviticus though, shall we? Because the next section is how to live in accordance with God. No, no, we've already accessed this fucker. And remember, I told you, Leviticus is real. You said so. So if it's fucking real, it means it's living today. Living word. The living word, you understand. It means it applies to both fucking us. It applies to you, hypocritical Christian. It applies to me, the blasphemy and obscene prophetess that you claim is false. Okay? It applies to both of us. This is how we, you and I, can access God. Okay? This is how we atone. This is how we cleanse our auras and such to access God. We can't otherwise. We cannot access God. That's what this book fucking teaches you. We have the agenda. The gays do. The gays have an agenda to clarify for generations to come that everybody is loved by God and nothing and no one's words can say fucking otherwise. That's what we're fucking teaching your children. And here in Leviticus, um, um, God requires you to do all of these things to even look upon your soul. He can't even see you. You're not even fucking visible to God. That's what the fuck you wrote down. God wrote down, you, he can't even see you. You, especially if you are coming from a certain dynamic. Okay, now if you are doing this with that, that's detestable. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. You're doing this. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. You're doing this. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. Leviticus is specifically about how God became human. He became mortal in his feelings, in his actions, in his words. God became a mortal human being. He became a man, a deity that had feelings like man does. He became an entity that did not have the power to see everything it had ever fucking created. It all of a sudden lost the fucking power to do so. No, all of a fucking sudden, Leviticus stripped God of his goddamn supremacy. There, fuckers, I found it. I found where I did it. No, 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 you wanted to know where the fuck do you get your God from? If it's not Satan, where the fuck do you get your God from? I will tell you where your God stopped being real for me. Right there. When Leviticus explains that God will not accept anything less than perfection. Hold the feckin' phone. You're telling me the God in heaven that you say is the one true king in heaven, the only creator, in fact, 
He can't accept everything he's ever made. That's what the fucking book says. It says it. And you got no problems reminding us non-fucking Christians, us backsliding sinners, that Leviticus actually says if God is not appeased, atonement is not given, okay, then God can't fucking see you. And here's where a bitch gets a little upset. Okay, let's talk about it. So you're telling me that you worship God, supreme being that he be, but only when he can fucking see you. Fuck you. When he can see you. Yeah. He can't do shit else anytime else. He can only be supreme to the Christian specifically when you allow him to see you. When you do what he said to in the book. If anything else takes place, we're going against God. Did you know that, Christian true listener? We're going against God? God damn you, but we are. God can't see us any longer. The moment we sin, fucker. No, the moment we sin. The moment that a fucking fellow man spots a sin coming off our body, we are no longer visible to God. We're, he's blind. He's blind. No, no, no. I need you to understand. There's a lot of fucking dark spots on this goddamn globe. Because I don't see any specific era, okay, area, all right, that is uh, fucking pure. According to human beings, sin is an abomination in the eyes of God. No, no, no. It's it's against God. It's a sin against God. And here's where this bitch gets heated, y'all. I go and I worship a supreme deity. He doesn't stop being supreme because the book said he wasn't. He doesn't stop being supreme because the book says he can't love me. The book doesn't fucking dictate to my deity. Did you know that shit? I want you to live in that world with me, Christian. I want you to live in that fucking world of reality with me. Your book does not dictate to your God. It's not that fucking way. It's just not how that works. Not at all. Um, In fact, the other way around. Your God didn't dictate his goddamn job to fucking you. He just didn't do it. I swear I believe. But your belief system is based on the fact that God not only needed man to name everything he saw, he cannot see man until man is pure and clean. This is the third motherfucking book of the Bible, y'all. The third goddamn one. The third fucking book. And already God is not able to see everything he's ever made. No, he's just not able to do it. And I just need to understand, Christian, where the fuck did his supremacy go? Where'd it go, though? Remember, it doesn't apply to today. So I believe this fucking, this testament is not fucking real. I know for a fact it's not real simply because you tell me it doesn't apply to today's Christian. That's how I know for a fact this fucking shit ain't real. Okay, now the second testament will come to it another day. But the Old Testament, for fucking sure, literally by your words alone, Christian, it doesn't apply to today. It means it's not fucking real. No, if it doesn't fucking apply to today, it never fucking applied at all. You know why? Because God didn't stop expecting you to be a good fucking human. He didn't stop that shit. No, he didn't stop all of a sudden not being able to see us. No, he just didn't stop doing it. He either was blind because we were sinners or he was stupid because he didn't know we were gonna sin or he was actually an absentee parent because he walked the fuck away before we sinned and stopped, disobeyed and whatnot. All of that is either true or God is supreme and he does not require us to atone for shit. Which one you think it is? 
You think God's supreme and he doesn't fucking require shit? One, two from man, three, ha, uh, to, 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 to let people into heaven? <laughs> to be loved by the God in heaven? No, no, wait, let's talk about it. Um, you want me to believe that you worship God, but God's not allowed to accept who the fuck he wants into heaven? Shush, let's talk about it especially in Leviticus, if they're not clean, if they're not pure, if they haven't been baptized, and lose this thing up, then they're not going to heaven. God made fucking sure that you Christians fucking got that shit. Okay, it's important. Not only is it important, I had to repeat myself a couple times, said God. No, a fucking couple times. There's like at least twice that I caught this man repeating himself. No, God was a repeated motherfucker. It's just what he does. It's important, Tony, just you remember that. So we're going to go through the different offerings and I've highlighted a few uh, scriptures, verses, if you will. Um, so if you want to follow along, we are in Leviticus today. We are indeed. So the first part about this book is the atonement, how to access God. Okay. Apparently atonement is the only way to access God. You can't access their deity, said the Christian. You can't fucking even access him until you've atoned for all the sinful ways that you have in your body. Can't do it. And today's day, atonement looks different in different sects. In Catholicism, atonement is repentance. You have to go to your priest and you have to repent all of your sins. You have to tell someone else, not God, mind, but a man of God, the one who's actually fucking chosen by him. Yes, that one. He has to know all of your fucking business and tell you what your fucking punishment is before you can even access God. But here's where I have a problem. Leviticus says that the Catholicism... And that would be through the priest and the special day of atonement. Okay, now the Jewish all have, they also have Yom Kippur. But the day of atonement is where we, self-flagellation. We have the flagellants, okay? We were doing that for sure. Not flatulence, flagellants. We were whipping ourselves with cat and nine tails. It's just because fucking, because we're repentant sinners, you know? That's what God expected. This is what God expected. Now, God wants you to know specifically in Leviticus. Now, I want offerings. I need that shit. I need it in my life. Okay? I need to smell that burning fucking flesh in my goddamn nose. I need it in my life. You hear what I said? You don't know I fucking need it. Now, not just human flesh. No, 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 no. Not just human flesh. Not any human flesh, to be sure. I want, I want virgins. Okay? I need virgins up in this bitch. No, specifically virgins. Okay, it's important. God needs virgins. I'm not sure why the fuck you think. A supreme deity requires such a vessel. For you to access him. No, fuck you. Why the actual fuck does a supreme deity require a virgin womb or a virgin person? A virgin cattle member. No, a livestock. How come though? No, what? Why? Why does he need it? Why do you have the bull, sack Christian, to claim you worship a supreme deity? But he needs something from man. He needs it in his life. He needs it, God damn you. And if you don't do it exactly how the book says, then you're not really doing it right. Nope, God can't actually accept it because it wasn't done correctly. It wasn't prepared correctly. It wasn't given correctly. It wasn't given through the right channels. You didn't do it right. So if you didn't do it right, I don't fucking accept it. I want you to hear that shit from heaven. God didn't accept it because you didn't do it exactly how the fucking book says. No, fuck you. He doesn't accept that shit. So let's take that, shall we? No, Leviticus is your book now. So I say Leviticus or leave it the fuck alone. No, you're going to even live that shit or you're going to leave it the fuck alone. Here in Leviticus, let's talk about it. Now, God is expecting you to give him sacrifices. Why? 
No, you're gonna tell us. You're gonna let the class know. Why does God, supreme deity that he be, the one making uppity angels in a place for them fuckers to fall into and stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. The Garden of Eden left him with a talking snake. That fucking God. The supreme deity who's busy writing books that he's a fucking punk about. Yeah, that fucking God. That one. That fucking God. Tell me all about him. That fucking God requires our sacrifice. He does. He fucking needs it in his life. He needs it in his life. Goddamn you. That's why he gave us Jesus. Didn't you know that? It's very easy to tie in the Second Testament with this fucking book. This Leviticus here, oh, we can tie it in like a motherfucker because you guys want us to believe the only way to access God is through these channels here. But these channels are corrupt. That's what we're going to cover today. They're, they're the corrupt as fuck. No, no, that's definitely the one about uh, sacrifices and offerings. Because in the actual book of Leviticus, he, spe he specifies, in the actual book of Leviticus, God specifies what kind of offering is acceptable, how that offering should be prepared, and when that offering should be prepared, by who it should be prepared, and through who it should be given. There's fucking rules up in this bitch, and I need you to know something. The same God who took an entire six days in a fucking resty poo to make all of creation that we know today is the same one who says, I have a specific set of requirements of people who can give me what the fuck I'm asking. Now, I won't take sacrifices or offerings from just fucking illy-willy anybody. I won't fucking do it. You can't make me, said God. No, 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 I wrote that shit the fuck down. It's very important that you understand that the deity you claim to serve wrote down, I won't accept just fucking anything i won't do it now i made it all fuck you i made it fucking all i'm the one true creator that's what the book fucking says but i can't accept it all i made it the fuck all but i can't accept it all no 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 no. that's why he wiped the fucking board clean on multiple fucking occasions prior to leviticus mind he hasn't kind of done again in a while he hasn't done it in a while at least but in leviticus that's why he's so specific and that's why in leviticus he was so specific he wants you to know i cannot accept just illy willy nilly it's got to be perfect. Perfect. I, I mean, as a God, don't you think that's what he deserves, right? That's what the Christian had the audacity to say to me one day. A Christian came up to me like, why do you act as if that's like God doesn't deserve the best? Who the fuck told you you know what the best looks like? Fuck you. Who the fuck told you that shit? You know what told you? Not a person. A person didn't tell you. You're going to blame Moses? Moses is the reason that you believe God doesn't accept anything less than fucking perfect. You will take that shit to the gates. Let me be clear once more. You and you alone. Moses is the reason we believe that God will not accept anything less than the perfection he describes in Leviticus. Moses' fault. Be clear. Be clear. Be clear. When you're in line... And you were remembering this, this particular moment. Oh shit, this is what she was talking about. This is what the fuck she's talking about. Who is to blame for knowing Christian human, huh? What a fucking imperfect human looks like. Because we're not just talking about sacrifices and offerings of livestock. Nay, nay, nay. Later on in the book, Leviticus, I mean, Moses is told by God himself. Now, don't you be giving my fucking baby children, okay? To fucking Malek. Hold the fucking phone. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I only got one fucking page of notes for this fucking book. That's how specifically anger this book makes me. It just makes me so damn angered. Okay, very fucking angry. This one page of notes reminds me of why there's no fucking way you worship Supreme. There's no fucking way. There's no way. Here's why. Um, because remember, God made him some uppity angels before he made Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. You know what I'm saying? No, he did that. He made fucking uppity angels. And those uppity fucking angels, if you'll check out God or King, the episode here at the Christian Truth Podcast, 
in that episode, it reminds you that he made uppity angels and those uppity angels had some shit to say about what God was fucking doing. Okay, now, now look here. It's not a good look, man. I'm just saying we're all perfect. You know what perfect looks like, God. You know what it looks like because you're the only one who can make it. Now, I want you to remember something. That is what the deity wrote the fuck down through the hand of Moses, that he made devils and angels first. I say devils and angels because Lucifer was in fact a fallen angel. He became your devil. He became your Satan. Why? Don't think I got distracted. Leviticus is very relevant here. Yes, he was supposed to be uppity because he was going to get kicked out and he was going to rule the foe's motherfucking domain. God requires a foe before he even made fucking creation. Let's be clear. That's what the book says, okay? Our Christian folklore, it's what the fuck I said. It states, and I quote, that we were made after the demons and angels of heaven. Now the demons of heaven, they do in fact exist according to the Christian Bible. Okay. Because we know that they exist. We're allowed to send you to visit. No, we're fucking allowed. Just read it in the book. Now, mind you, God was very fucking specific. If you're going to give me offerings, they better not fucking be given to Malek. Who the fuck is Malek? You say, Malek, not molecular, Malek, M-O-L-E-C-H, Malek. Okay, now him was a, it was an angel first, but he was on Lucifer's side. Lucifer talking about, um, he was on Lucifer's side. Lucifer talking about, you're going to make humans after making us perfection. Uh, hello. Okay, we're angels for fuck's sake. Um, because we're so light and perfect, we are literally glowing. We literally fly in air, Okay. How can you diminish your power in such a fucking way? This is the only part of your Christian folklore, Christian truth listener, that I fucking leave, that I fucking believe in. This is the only part. The only part I believe in is this right here, that God was questioned by his own creation, the, the, the angel, Lucifer. He was questioned. Are you sure that's a good look for you, dude? Like, are you sure that's what you want to do? Because you know they're gonna, not, they're just gonna fail you. They're just gonna sin. They're just gonna, they're just gonna, they're just gonna. And God wasn't having it. He wasn't having that shit. He wasn't having one of his own creations telling him about his plans, running his lane. He just wasn't having it. So it boggles the mind, you follow, that all of a sudden the Christian in the same fucking testament, the old one, you know, um, he all of a sudden does in fact have the power to tell God what the fuck he thinks. And it fucking matters. No, no, it fucking matters. It's to be clear. Not only does he tell God what the fuck he thinks, not only is he better than Lucifer himself, I, says the Christian, am now holy enough, okay? to send people to visit the one person that questioned God. Only the devil questions God. How many of you have heard that shit? How many have been told only the devil questioned God? That's not true. 
No, but it's not. And you can tell the Christian in your life that I said so. That's not true. You know how I know it's not true? Because you're a fucking Christian to this day. You question God. You question God's might. You've been doing it since fucking Genesis. Don't get that shit twisted. If you want to say that shit to me again here in Leviticus or any other fucking book, Christian, remember you're the original fucking devil. I said it and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. You're the original devil. You're the one who wrote that shit the fuck down. God didn't write down that he made an uppity angel. I can guarantee you God didn't write that shit the fuck down. You mankind, you wrote it down. You wrote that God made uppity angels first. They didn't approve of the human fucking form. Thought that less than perfect was nothing worthy of God. And he was kicked the fuck out. It makes a great story. True dad, true dad. However, dot dot, you created a foe for God. You did it all by your lonesome and you want to tell us that God wrote it the fuck down. God gave himself a fucking foe, y'all. Nobody did it. You want to know how I know you believe that shit? Because here in Leviticus, don't you be giving these children now. These children are mine, says God. Don't you give them to Malik. Don't you do it. And let me tell you why. I need you to understand the purpose of Leviticus. I need you to understand the purpose of Leviticus. It's to warn Israelites how not to fucking behave. You know why they're being warned, however? Dot, dot, because you were acting a fucking fool. Y'all were living all kinds of crazy. And so God felt the need to let Moses know, hey, y'all gonna get that shit together or you're gonna leave this earth. It's just gonna happen. So we wrote us a little boogie book called Leviticus. And these are the rules I expect you to maintain if you want to be in accordance with me. God wrote this shit the fuck down after you disobeyed, after you questioned his might, after you told him he couldn't make perfection the first time, after all of the things that you quoted God on doing up until Leviticus' point. I need you to remember anything before that. It's wiped clean. As long as you do the atonement, and live in accordance with the, the, the book of Leviticus. To this day, as long as you walk in accordance with Leviticus, the Christian's going to leave you alone, boo. It's going to leave you alone. Christian ain't got shit to say to you if you walk in, in the right of Leviticus. Because Leviticus was where God broke it the fuck on down for the dumb, stupid people who didn't understand what the fuck a sin looked like. Okay, now we just didn't know what it looked like. Now we know, says the Christian, now we know what God sees to be a sin. Let me break it down for you. Now, because a lot of people think they know. No, a lot of fucking people believe that they know what God sees as a sin. And I would hate to break it to you, but not really. Um, You're wrong. God doesn't see what you think is a sin as a sin. But if you want to word it such a way, we're going to break on down scripture by scripture what exactly it means if that's true. If God doesn't see things the way that we see them, that all things are perfect and God doesn't make mistakes here at Christian Truth Podcast, that's what we believe. Um, if that's not true, you have to go home and tell God why. No, but no, you and you alone. Okay, it's just so we're clear. So there's specific sins that are uh, unforgivable. Remember, in God or King, I want to say in that episode, we discussed that there is one unforgivable sin. Or in You Ain't Got the Juice, for sure. There is one unforgivable sin. According to the Catholic sect, there is only one forgivable sin. Unforgivable sin. There is only one unforgivable sin. And it's committing suicide. But here in the book, now the Catholics were not born of the book. Uh, it's the other fucking way around. The book was born of the Catholics. I told you, I'm not going to tell you nothing but truth. You can like it. I don't give a shit. Still what the fuck it is. 
So the the Catholics are the reason we have a book today. We're the reason. They're the reason it's an anthology. There's a, they're the reason. The Catholics are the reason that we have the Bible today. They're the reason we have an anthology of God's fuck ups. They're the fucking reason. So if you got the bones to pick with this particular Bible, you take that shit up with the Catholics because that's what the fuck it is here for. It's for them. Especially with Leviticus. Leviticus tells you that the different offerings, there was five, burnt, grain, peace, sin, and guilt. Now, peace was actually fellowship because we want to be fellowships, right? No, 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 no. We need peace. We need peace up in this bitch. These were specific offerings that God required you to give him to atone so that he could see you. I needed to give you a pray, a, a little break there. Um, a praise break, as they say. I needed to give you a break there. A praise break, as they say. Um, you don't, um, you don't tell God how to pray. You don't tell God how to love. You don't tell God how to move. You just don't fucking do it. But in this book, Leviticus here, God told you what he expected. Those are his standards, okay? Now, Leviticus is strongly argued to be the most important book of the Old Testament, because these were God's rules. He will not accept anything less. And that's why I know for a fact the fucker didn't write it. Because I don't make mistakes, he said to me. Prophetess, why the fuck would I write a book telling you I made less than perfect and I couldn't fucking love it because I did? Why would I write that down, Prophetess? Tell, them, tell the fucking world why I would do it. Why the fuck would I do it though? And there's no reason I can give our Lord in heaven as to why he would actually do some shit like that. But we're going to talk about the priests. Because we talk about the sacrifices and the offerings and how fucking corrupt that shit is. Like you can give them perfection, but if they don't approve of it, then they're not giving it to God. They're not giving it to God. The priests, I mean. The priests are the only way that your sacrifices and offerings were allowed to be presented to God. They were the only fucking ones who could do it. There was only one family, in fact, Aaron's family, that was allowed to present offerings to God. If I'm not mistaken, Aaron is Moses' brother. All right. So Moses and his brother are the only fucking family that are allowed to offer shit to God. Now he's the only one writing shit so far. God, God has only spoken to Moses so far. So Moses is the only one writing shit so far. But they're the only two people. Their families are the only two families that are allowed to offer God sacrifices and offerings. He's the only fucking one. They're anointed. They're chosen. Now, it's specific, important, but fucking important, okay? Now, the reason I bring up the priest first is because we have a lot of contention at the moment about the SB motherfucking scene. The Southern Baptist Church are under the impression that they are untouchable. They cannot be judged or seen by God when they are defiling our children, okay? Uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault, molestation takes place almost on a daily, weekly basis in the Southern Baptist Church throughout the stuff, okay? I bring it up specifically for that particular sector of the church. Your church anointed leaderships, they're supposedly chosen by God. Now God picked these people and now that these names are coming out into the light, I want you to realize you have pointed your fucking judging finger at God. God picked him. God picked him. No, fuck you. God picked him. Do you hear what I said to you? That's why there's 205 fucking pages of names alone. No, no, no. Not 205 names, listener. Nay, nay. Uh, pages. 205 pages of names of people who have been accused of sexual molestation against a minor. 
Yeah, though, it's what it is. 205 fucking pages. Now, I want you to remember, you and you the fuck alone. You go home with your finger in the air, talk about God picked him. Fuck you, Southern Baptist Church. God picked him. Yes, he did. You're going to follow along in this little Leviticus book. You're going to follow along in this little Leviticus book. And you're going to remember that God fucking picked him. God picked every single child molester in your fucking church, Southern Baptist. That's what he did. God did it. It's God's fucking fault. And when you go home to that God in heaven and you tell him, I blamed you all of my fucking life for why my children was deflowered. Yes, God wants you to know I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to tell me that 205 pages of molesters, of pedophiles, were fucking chosen by yours truly. You're going to fucking tell God that to his face? Yes, you will, though. Because we all go to heaven, in my opinion, Yun. There's not shit you can say to me that's going to convince me otherwise. Because I believe in a supreme deity. I don't believe a supreme deity has a foe. I don't believe a supreme deity has a foe, so he doesn't have anywhere else for us to fucking go. So we all go home and account for saying fucking otherwise. We all go home and account for saying that we were righteous and molesting children. Especially when we use Leviticus to justify that shit. Now you all want to tell us, Christian truth listener. These Christians want to tell us that if you're not living accordance to Leviticus, then you're not living right in, God, in the eyes of God. God God can't see you because he only expects you to be moral and uprighteous and, 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 and morally straight. That's what he expects of you. And if you, Southern Baptist Church, are not living up to your own fucking standard, then what, how are we expected to believe that, that, that God actually cares about it? Now, if you're the reason that we are not acceptable to God because we don't approve of you fucking touching and diddling our children, now the gay agenda is in opposition to the SBC release, the leak of that particular list. 205 pages of pedophiles that were picked by God, mind. Okay, now I want you to remember, from now on, when I say SBC, I want you to know I refer to the 205 pages of pedophiles that God picked specifically. He anointed them himself. Okay, 205 pages of individuals will go home to God and tell him, you're the reason I was allowed to touch children because you picked me. You all go home and tell him that. I don't give a shit if you come to me one more time and tell me Leviticus says, Leviticus says. Let's talk about what Leviticus says about your fucking priests. In Leviticus 4 and 3, if the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on the fucking people, he must bring to the Lord a young bull without defect as a sin offering for the sin he has committed. Let's talk about that right quick. Okay, so there's this specific pastor and church that I think about when I go to talk about pedophilia, especially this church, because we don't know his name, or at least I'm not going to state his name here, but we know that the church is included, umbrellaed under the Southern Baptist Church. Yes, the anointed picked by God to pedophile your children. Yes, those. Now, they're the ones who use Leviticus as justification for judging your fucking lifestyle as abhorrent to God. Okay, now this particular book is where they were given the specifications of what was considered foul to God. Leviticus. Leviticus is where we get all set straight. So we're going to continue. But I want you to remember, this particular pastor 
violated one little girl for nine fucking years. He de-virginized a little girl, a teen. He de-virginized her. He took her innocence. He took it. And then when it came to light, when she confronted him in public, when she accused him in front of his congregation, he admitted to adultery for cheating on his wife with this young woman. He didn't admit to statutory rape, pedophilia. He didn't admit to any of that. No, he admitted to being an adulterer because he stepped outside of his marriage and he, he laid with this woman. The only problem is the woman that is confronting this pastor is indeed a woman. She wasn't when he got de-virginized though. She wasn't when she got de-virginized, however. She was 14 years old. She was a teenager and she was put under your care because their parents believed you were going to take care of her. You were going to do what was right by her. And instead of doing what was right by her, you took advantage of her innocence. Now, God can't give that girl her virginity back. She's married and happily so. But she can't ever receive that back from God. God will never see her as clean ever the fuck again because you took her against her will. And the reason I bring that specific incident up is because in Leviticus, since we're fucking gonna not leave it alone, it specifically addresses that situation. If the priest sins against the goddamn people, huh? He must offer a perfect bull. Now, that's a cow. Look, a male one. All right. Now, it has to be perfect, which means it can't be castrated. Nope. No, he has to be perfect, which means it can't be uh, uh, um, um, a stud. Can't be, can't be used for breeding. He has to be perfect. Okay, he has to be perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, I don't know how many fucking perfect bulls you've ever fucking seen, but God, he won't accept anything less. It says so in the book. Okay? Now, if a person sins because he does not speak up or if he touches human uncleanness anything that would make him unclean even though he is unaware of it then he will still be guilty so let's just say for shits and giggles that that pastor didn't know she was underage no you're fucking right he fucking knew it's the beast perfectly fucking aware he didn't molest her as an adult he molested her as a child so don't fucking tell me he didn't fucking know she was a goddamn child but for shits and giggles you understand shits and giggles he wasn't aware she was in fact a virgin or a child okay she wasn't a virgin child to him she was a grown-ass woman tempting this bitch okay i was fucking tempting this motherfucker it's her fault don't you know no it's her fucking fault it's her fault that he took advantage of her so the fact that he took advantage of her only means he needs to bring a perfect fucking bull. Every time a pedophile touched your children, you family of the fucking defiled, yes, you are to bring a perfect sacrifice to give to the priest who defiled your child. Now, mind you, that's not what the Bible says, but that is in fact what the Bible says. Because if you're going to apply that fucking shit to my life today, Christian, then I'm applying it to that bullshit right there. That fucker took that woman's womanhood, took that child's womanhood. That pastor deflowered that teen because he fucking could. He had the power. He had the authority over her and he abused it. And rather than 
go to him and, and, and ask him, why did you do this to my child? Rather than uh, condemn him for his behavior, the entire congregation, once they found out what he had done to this girl, who was now a grown-ass married woman, oh, we love you, pastor. Oh, pastor, we love you. We love you. It crawls my stomach. You're disgusting. Now that right there is the epitome of the Christian Southern Baptist Church. Oh, fucking yeah, it is. No, that right fucking there, that scene showed the entire goddamn country what the fuck a Baptist believes in. And it's damn sure not a supreme deity because a supreme deity isn't who the fuck you said you loved. You didn't say I love you, God. No, fuck you. I said I love you, pastor. Even though you took her fucking virginity, we love you, pastor. Come put your hands on the pastor. Let's put your hands on this man. Put your hands on this man. Pray for this man's deliverance. Do not for a fucking second think you can come to my fucking page or to my profile in my motherfucking face and tell me that you are better or superior in religion to me when you're fucking praising pedophiles, protecting unpious people. Pedophilia reigned in the Southern Baptist Church and 205 pages of proof have been released to the general public. So there's no denying that you ain't got no fucking legal or religious standing in your fucking Leviticus. Your Leviticus says that even if he doesn't know, once he finds out, he's still fucking guilty of the sin. So now that he knows she was a child that he divergenized, He's supposed to atone. The only problem, you got no fucking problems telling people that Leviticus says Leviticus says. But Leviticus also says he's still fucking guilty the moment he found out she was a fucking child. He was guilty the moment he fucking found out that she was a goddamn child. He sacrificed her fucking innocence to Malek. He disobeyed the fucking Bible. It's the book. The book said so. Okay. Leviticus says, don't you give my fucking children to fucking Malek. You sacrificed her fucking virginity to Malek. Since you believe Satan is real, you gotta believe Malek is real too. That means it was perfectly okay because for that moment, Leviticus didn't apply to that particular man. That pastor did not have to abide by Leviticus in those moments when he was diddling that girl. No, he didn't have to because he didn't apply it at that moment. It only applies when he's aware that she is in fact being defiled. How was he to know that she was being hurt? It's not like she fucking said anything. No. We all understand that he did in fact know. He knew she was a child. That's why he picked her. He picked her because he was a child. She was a child in the Southern Baptist Church who were to be seen and not heard. So she, he knew he was covered. So he knew he was covered. He knew she would say nothing because she was taught not to. She, he also knew, he also knew that her parents wouldn't say anything because they had taught her not to. He knew that he was covered before anyone found out he'd done it. He already knew he had been forgiven. Not by God, fuckers. Fuck you. He wasn't forgiven by God. He was forgiven by the people he disrespected. They never felt offended. They never lost faith in him. 
No, because God still fucking chose that pedophile to be your fucking anointed leader. Yes, the fuck he did. Yes, the fuck he did. Don't you say otherwise. So I just want you to remember, your belief system protects the pedophile. The same one that you say is no longer actually in the Bible. If it's not in the Bible, then why the fuck are you allowed to judge us by the same book it used to live in? Because this book specifically covers pedophilia. You shall not have sexual fucking relations with your wife's daughter or your wife's son. You shall not have sexual relations with your father's daughter or your father's son. You shall not have sexual relations with your father's wife or your father's wife's daughter or son. Don't sleep with your auntie. Don't sleep with your grandfathers. Don't sleep with your fucking cousins and don't sleep with your motherfucking children. And since you feel the need to throw Leviticus in our motherfucking mafia face, be clear. You either leave that shit or you live it. Because in Leviticus, it says God was watching you do some things. You are doing some foul fucking shit. The only reason God had Moses write this shit the fuck down. That you shouldn't do it. It disgusts me. It's detestable. It's abominable. It's fucking wicked in this bitch. The reason God had Moses write it down, understand, is because you were doing it in the fucking first place. So be fucking clear when you want to judge a bitch by Leviticus. You either live it or you leave it the fuck alone because your life does not reflect that you believe in Leviticus or a supreme deity that wrote it. No, nay, nay. Because you loved the pastor who diddled that fucking child. You loved them. You prayed for him. You put your fucking hands together in prayer to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for our pedophile pastor. We appreciate you. No, it's just an abomination that they would think we would give him up. What are you thinking? Every single one of you who said, I love you, pastor. We love you, pastor. It's okay. We're going to pray for you, pastor. We love you so much, pastor. Every single fucking one, you go home to God and you tell him why. Why did you commend him for de-virginizing a child? Why was that a good fucking look for your motherfucking anointed leader? Why the fuck was that okay? God has some fucking questions in store, SBC. It's all the fuck the bitch is saying. Okay, no, she's got some questions. Got some fucking questions. We're going to move on. This one here is very important. If a person thoughtlessly takes an oath to do anything, whether good or evil, in any matter, one might carelessly swear about. We're talking about profanity. We're talking about swearing an oath against God. People call me a blasphemer. Y'all ever heard that? I'm a blasphemer. I'm a heretic. But I want you to remember what heresy actually is in the eyes of God. Heresy is speaking against God. Heresy. Look that shit the fuck up. Heresy is speaking against God. No one the fuck else. Not against mankind who thinks they're righteous and telling us that we are living a, a sinful life. Not, not, not Jesus, because he's not fucking real. All right, just God. Just God. Fucking just God. All right? Only God. Mm -hmm. We are not allowed to swear oaths, however. We're not allowed to talk against God. 
It says so in Leviticus. You understand. No, it still fucking says. It says not only once, it says twice. It says twice that we are not to say anything against the name of God. And if you do, if you don't respect these priests as holy because you are holy to me, said God. Moses, write that shit the fuck down. They are holy to me. Because you are holy to me, they must treat you as if you are holy. Leviticus stands to this day in the Old Testament that doesn't fucking apply to your goddamn modern day life, Christian, simply so the Catholic can tell you, I am, in fact, the Holy Father on earth. I am the fucking God in heaven. I am, though, it's what I be. I am him, 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 me in the flesh. It's what I be. It's what I fucking be. Do they believe their God? Nay, nay. Do they believe that they answer only to him? Yes. Yes, they do. But the only reason they believe that they answer only to God is because the second testament came along and they didn't like what the fuck this fucker had to say and they killed him. They now have a second testament, but the Catholics only follow what suits them. I said it. If you're pissed, you'll be okay. Because we require atonement to talk to God. In the Catholic faith specifically, we require atonement to talk to God. You can't even access God. You don't even fucking look in the goddamn direction of heaven, okay? Until you've atoned through offerings or sacrifices, told your priest all your fucking business and sins, and you've purified your body. You've got to purify your body. Your body needs some purification. These are the requirements that God requires before you can even come before his presence. No, 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 no. You didn't do all the things I asked you to do. No, 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 There's some steps that need to be done. I can't smell you. I can't see you. I can't feel you. I can't hear you. I can't love you until you do exactly what the fuck the book says. Now, I want you to remember, this is a deity that I worship. I worship a supreme being. And I don't believe he wrote that shit down, okay? Now, I'm going to go home to that deity and I'm going to tell him I didn't believe that you needed any of that shit or required it either. And I'm good to go. You know why? Because we're the ones who got it wrong. Not God. God didn't write it down wrong. We had no fucking business claiming to know God's motherfucking word. Or his will. No, we don't. Not fucking ever. Especially not in Leviticus. Because Leviticus states, and I quote, you shall not do these things simply because they were in fact doing them. Leviticus is no longer allowed in my fucking presence, Christian truth listener, for you to use to judge a bitch with. Not at fucking all. Let me let you know why. Because you don't live it. God watched you say, I love you, pastor. You did not hold him to account for taking her virginity. You didn't hold her or him to, you didn't hold him to account for taking her innocence. You didn't fucking say shit to him about atonement. But according to Leviticus, that you get to judge the rest of the fucking world with Christian, you, you, you owe God some bulls, man. No, some fucking perfect defectless bulls. He needs some fucking cattle up in this bitch. You owe God some cattle. According to Leviticus, you either live it or you leave it at the fuck alone. What the fuck did I say? At the beginning of this episode, what the fuck did I say? You're either going to live it or you're going to leave it the fuck alone. That's what the fuck you're going to do because this particular book tells us you were doing wrong. Not only were you doing wrong, the reason you had to be told to get right was because you did not believe in the deity who was talking. You didn't fucking believe in him the whole fucking book, but specifically in the Old Testament. Because we're not going to the New Testament today. The Old Testament was full of you doubting his might, doubting his supremacy, doubting his omniscience, doubting his omniscience, doubting fucking everything about a supreme deity that you could fucking find. 
everything and you're proud of it to this day. But let me be clear. What you're proud of is disobedience. What you're proud of is molestation. What you're proud of is adaptation, version after version after version that allowed little bit more, little bit more, a little bit fucking more. We're allowed to sleep with our fucking sisters. We're allowed to sleep with our half sisters. We're allowed to molest our children. We're allowed to give our children to fucking strangers to molest. We're allowed to do that. Because we are, in fact, Baptists. We've purified our souls. After we are baptized, didn't you fucking know? We cannot be judged harshly. No, we're perfect to God. Once we're baptized, we're fucking perfect. You can't tell a shit. That's a Baptist belief. No, you cannot take my cleansing away. You fucking can't do it. Once you're given salvation to certain sectors of the Christian faith, you can't take it back. No one can take your salvation from you. No one can take your access to heaven. However, dot, dot, the same people who say that no one can take your access to heaven are the same ones saying that we believe in a book where God said we should uh, not stop doing that, the nasty things that we were doing. The same book we use to judge every fucking body else is the same book God told us to stop doing the foul things we were doing to children. Pedophilia was first addressed in your fucking Bible. And you have the audacity to claim you're going to heaven righteously after claiming to love a pedophile pastor. You were on national television. The entire fucking country heard you say we love you, pastor, after he was accused of raping and de-virginizing a 14-year-old child in his care. And it doesn't matter if you care that the rest of the fucking world knows. It doesn't fucking matter because I don't give a flying fuck how many times you talk to God about it. He saw you say it. He knows how you feel about that man. He knows you don't give a shit about that girl. He knows you don't believe the victim. And you'll come home and tell him why. You'll do it though. You're going to tell me that the Leviticus book that you say I wrote doesn't fucking apply to you. Unless you're willing to admit you've actually sinned. And these offerings that were given to God came only through the priest, remember? So here's where we have a problem. Not only were they given to the, through the priest, um, only the priest could give them. So today's Christian, I want you to understand what your statement said to God. According to Leviticus you have sacrificed a perfectly innocent human virgin and you gave him to Malek because Malek devoured her, defiled her. You defied, you defied Leviticus by saying it's okay, pastor. We love you. It's okay, pastor. You touched her. It's okay, pastor. She's not virgin because of you. It's okay. God will see each of you. So you love him. No, the pedophucking file that you claim I picked for you. You love him, you say. When we come back, we're going to discuss the second part of Leviticus and what exactly loving God looks like from the outside looking in. My name is Prophetess LGBTQ. We've got one more section and we'll be right back.
Hey everybody, every doctrine or rule or regulation that we extract from the Bible has been extracted through a process of negotiation with the text. And in that process of negotiation, we fall somewhere between trying to understand how the texts served the interests of the original authors and editors and audiences, and trying to understand how the text can best serve our own interests. And if we look in the Bible and we find a God who does not approve of and endorse slavery, we're already on this end of the spectrum, which means we have everything that we need to look in the Bible and also extract a God who does not approve of and endorse subjugating women to the authority of men. And if we look in the Bible and we don't find that God, it's because we've decided it does not serve our interest to do so. In case you haven't caught on, the theme of this particular episode is Leviticus, but it's the ludicrous side of Leviticus. Like, I just don't understand how you claim to serve God and claim that Leviticus is your means of judgment. You don't abide by Leviticus, but you can judge everyone else by it. So in this last section, we're going to discuss uh, how to live in accordance with God, because that's what everyone feels they are a pro, okay? Um, in fact, expert in, in, in on the subject of how to live. They, especially the Christian, are experts, do you understand, of how to live righteously in the eyes of God. Um, and they've been doing it now for some, some, some time. They've been doing it for some time. So um, I stated in the last statement, in the last segment, I stated in the last segment that this particular uh, pastor had, in fact, violated God's law. Here in Leviticus, it says, do not give my children, my pure children um, that I have given to you, uh, to Malek. Do not use them as human sacrifices. Now, I know that you think that that meant a physical killing of an offering. Like we actually killed bulls. We actually slaughtered livestock. And I'm not talking about that. You sacrificed her virginity. You gave her up to be devoured by the enemy. Since you claim that the devil is real, he also has little pals called Molech and other Satans and demons. He has, the Satan has other friends called Molech and other demons as well. But they were all placed inside this Bible because God wants you to acknowledge that he does in fact have a flow. So Leviticus is first proof that I can think of at the moment, other than the talking serpent, where the devil is acknowledged, not only acknowledged by God. I'm cautioning you, dude, like, don't do that shit. Because I am your Lord God, you must obey me. Now, I know that you have options. A supreme deity wrote the fuck down through the hand of Moses that I'm aware you have options. And because I have chosen you to be my people, I hope that you'll continue to choose me as well. One can only hope, said supreme deity, that I serve. No, 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 one can only hope. So he wrote us a little bookie-poo, okay, called Leviticus. And in this book, in order for you to access me, you know, the one who might not be the one you choose, okay, um, you have to do certain things. You got to give me some offerings, sacrifice a few children, you know, shit like that. Then you got to purify your body. Your temple must be baptized. It must, it must, it must. God cannot accept anything less. And then you have this special day of atonement. Like I told you guys, they used to do flagellation, self-flagellation, where they would whip themselves with cat and nine tails, basically tearing the flesh from their bones. It's just what they felt God required. You know, it's just what they do. Okay. Now they don't do that so much anymore. I'm sure there are people out there who are that extreme. 
They're called extremists for a reason, okay? But that doesn't mean that that's closer to God. It just means you're willing to give yourself more pain than is required. If God requires you to lose blood, to lose flesh, um, I just don't think you're talking about my God. I think you're talking about a man-made angry entity. He's in, he's allowed to be angry because you've been talking some shit, but I don't believe you're talking about God. I don't believe that God has to remind you every fucking verse that I am your God, Lord. I am your Lord, God. I am, I am, I am, I am. What fucking I am has to cup. What fucking I am has to fucking keep repeating that shit. Why does he have to keep convincing people that he is in fact their Lord? In your book, Christian, your book states that God continuously reiterated that fact. I'm your king. I'm your Lord. I'm the guy in charge. Okay. So you do what the fuck I say. Leviticus is used to judge your fellow man. We're not living right. We're not doing right. We're not following God's law. But it was an option. What I'm fucking saying is it was a fucking option. It was a fucking option back in the day. Not only was it an option, he wrote a book telling you this is the option that includes me. Okay, now there are other entities that you might sacrifice to. I don't want you to follow them though. I don't want you to even acknowledge they mean anything to you. I'm not sure why a supreme deity who doesn't want you to acknowledge other entities exist, why he would even bring them the fuck up. And you have the audacity to scream at me from your lofty chair that it's because he wanted us to know that we love that he loved us. He wanted us to know that he loved us. He wrote you an entire fucking testament telling you he loved you despite the fact that you didn't believe he stuck the fuck around. You want me to believe that Supreme Deity wrote down for posterity to be clear that you didn't believe in him, but he stuck around anyway to write that shit down. You understand. That's what you want us to believe, Christian. Your race, your religion, excuse me, your religion is superior to the rest of us simply because you believe that God was a punk. You believe God bowed down. You believe God has limitations, specifications, requirements, criteria. And if we don't meet it, God fucking can't see us. So the moment you decide you get to judge for God is the moment God is no longer supreme. So you don't get to claim he wrote you a book. The moment you fucking say that God is not able to love everything he's created, the moment, Christian, the fucking second it comes out your face, you're no longer allowed to use this Bible. Because remember, this Bible was written by God. So if you're going to tell me that God had standards and he could not see us if we didn't meet them, if at one point in your life you have the audacity to tell God and his followers that I don't believe he's big enough not to have written that he wasn't supreme. If you go on for the rest of your life telling people that you have a right to judge them because Leviticus, they're not living in accordance with Leviticus, they have a right to tell you the same. Neither the fuck are you. SBC. That's all the fuck I have to say. Your own church. K-Christian. Your Southern Baptist sect. They're molesting children. 205 
motherfucking pages. Pages, y'all. Not names. No, 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 no. Two hundred and fucking five. That's a stack or two. You know anything about a lot of fucking paper. Two hundred and five pages of people who have actually been found to be pedophiles that you continue to pay, continue to employ, continue to claim are anointed and chosen by fucking supreme deity God. Only problem I have is that if he was choosing a pedophile, you and you fucking alone will answer to God for that shit. Because you paid them. They got a salary. They were given a congregation. They led your flock. After you found out that they threw flowered children. After they were accused of sexual molestation of a minor. You continued to support them. You just continued to hide them in a closet, move them elsewhere, move them elsewhere, move them elsewhere, move them elsewhere. Now, it's not just the Southern Baptist sector. No, fuck no. No, the Catholics do the same fucking thing. The exact same fucking thing. If they're accused of immoral behavior or immoral acts, then they move them to a fucking different district, a different fucking parish, even. But there's enough of them out there especially in the Catholic faith, that they're running the fuck out of places to place them so people don't know that they're pedophiles. They're running out of fucking places to put the pedophile priests. And I want you to look at that shit from heaven. Leviticus is your standard that God gave you to live your life in accordance to. And we're expected to do it. But you don't require your anointed leaders do the same. To be clear, you don't require that your anointed leaders, the ones who claim to be chosen by a supreme deity, you don't require they not keep their hands to themselves. You don't require that they not fuck with your children. They, you, they just don't, they don't require it, okay? It's not a requirement to be your pastor, to be the flock leader. Nope, not required. So I want you to remember, the first part was about atoning, how to access God. Atonement was the only way to access God, according to Leviticus. And the Christian will tell you to this day, even though it doesn't apply to us Christians, it applies to you when you're not living right, when you're having sexual relations with the wrong fucking people. Now, we're allowed to choose to lay with children, says the priest and anointed leaders of your fucking church. But you're not allowed to live with the same man. You're not allowed to have relations with the same sex. You're not allowed to. Now remember, God wrote this down. That you're not allowed to do these things. Because you were doing these things. Now there is a statement in there that says, Thou shall not lay with man as with man or as with woman. It does state that thou shall not lay with man as with woman. But in 1946, for those of you who refused to look at the fucking research, that shit didn't used to exist. It didn't say that. It said, thou shall not lay with a child, a boy, to be precise, as with a woman. Thou shall not live with a boy. Thou shall not lay with a child. Thou shall not lie. Thou shall not lie with a boy, as with a man. So you took that pedophilia and telling you not to fucking do it to mean we're not allowed to be gay. 
We excuse the fucking priest who are putting their fingers in places they don't fucking have any right to. Who are kissing parts they have no fucking right to. Who are taking from children things they have no fucking right to. You're allowing them to do it. You're hiding them the fuck away when they do. But we're not allowed to lay with a grown fucking adult who has given us the consent to touch them. That's what your Leviticus says. Your Leviticus actually addressed you laying with a person who could not give you consent. That's what the fuck it says, Leviticus lovers. That's what the fuck your book says. Your book says stop fucking laying with children like they're fucking grown and can tell you fucking yes or no. He didn't write that shit down because he just wants you to know. He wrote it down because you were doing it. So for all of you who have the audacity to say we're grooming your fucking children to be what? Good fucking wholesome people. All of you. You're actually grooming your child to be silent, to not get adults into trouble, to not cause a fuss or a controversy, to not complain, to not cry out into victim. Do not, to not, to not cry out as a victim. That's what you're training your child to do. In your faith, the Christian is teaching their children, we don't tell people all of our business. We don't admit to all of our sins. We don't actually have to forgive every fucking body. And we don't have to accept them either. Because God doesn't. It blows my mind, Christian Truth Listener, that the same people who want to use Leviticus, the book of Leviticus as a whole, to judge the rest of their fellow man are the same ones who believe that homosexuality is a sin and pedophilia since it's not discussed in the Bible anymore it never fucking was those are the same ones telling you you're living wrong the way your lifestyle is it's an abomination in the eyes of God the same God mind that could not see you if you weren't fucking perfect virgin non-divorced and no one else's wife He had to be a virgin if you're going to marry a priest. Gotta be a virgin, can't be a prostitute or a divorced woman. Nope. Because you will defile yourself. Because God picked holy fucking people. You are not to defile your fucking temple, God says, in Leviticus, since we're there, uh, with the uncleansed act of immorality. You're not to fucking post to do it. And since you feel that immorality includes homosexuality, I want to fucking point out that all of the things that we were told not to fucking do, if we are immoral, then so the fuck are you. Because you're allowing your children to be sacrificed to Malek, aka your anointed fucking holy priests. You're allowing that shit to happen. Not only allowing it, you're praising their fucking behavior. So for those of you who want to use Leviticus to tell us that we're not living right, remember Leviticus exists to this fucking day. Still to this fucking day. Because you were a pedophile then and you're okay with being a pedophile now. I said it, you can be pissed. You can come on back and keep on being pissed. 
Because that's what the fuck the book is for. The book was written so you would stop being fucking wrong. You are the reason it exists. Not because God needed you to fucking know his goddamn standard. Nay, nay. It was because you were touching children. You were defiling people that you had no fucking business touching. Now in the same book that we're not supposed to be touching children, sleeping with our own fucking family members, the same fucking book also states that you can't have just any fucking willy-nilly in the temple. Remember, offerings can only come from the priest. You can't have deformity in the temple. You can't have blindness, deafness, uh, leeches, or you can't have any um, castration. Your balls have to be fucking intact to even enter the fucking temple. God will not even allow you to fucking be in his presence if you're not perfect. That's what Leviticus says. And I need you to understand something. If God wrote you a Leviticus book, then he wrote the whole fucking thing. He repeated himself a few fucking times, but the basis was not holiness. It was you getting the fuck right. If you want to claim that I called you to be anointed and holy, then I'm gonna need you to start acting like it because you're damn sure not. You're not acting fucking moral at all. You're the fucking standard. Is that what you're telling me? You want me to believe that every Christian throughout the annals of time, A-N-N-A-L-S, the annals of time, they did exactly what Leviticus said? Every single fucking one? Then how come we have pedophiles to this day? How come there's 205 motherfucking pages of one particular Christian sect of pedophiles? Of sexual fucking deviant behavior? How come those exist? If you're doing what the fuck you claim we are not. We're not living right. Neither the fuck are you. We're not living in accordance to God. Neither the fuck are you. We're not living in accordance to Leviticus. Neither, you get it, the fuck are you. Your book says that God requires a standard. He can't love below it. He can't see unless you need it. And specifically, he requires the anointed leaders. To make this shit go. That was the main focus of this book. How to be holy. How to be pure enough to even access God. That's what Leviticus the fuck is about. So for those of you who like to judge a bitch, according to Leviticus, you're not living right. You're not living right. Leviticus says, Leviticus says, I'm going to tell you what the fuck Leviticus says. Leviticus says, I saw some shit. So I wrote the fuck down that you shouldn't do it no more. That's what the fuck Leviticus says to me, God. That's what the fuck it says to me. Okay, now Christian, I want you to know every time you come to me, talk about Leviticus says this. Leviticus 18 and 22 says, Thou shalt not lay with child as with man. Before 1946. Now it says, Thou shalt not lay with child as with woman. Shit. So we went from thou shalt not be a fucking pedophile, okay, in defiling my fucking children, to thou shalt not be a homosexual, loving any fucking buddy you want to, because I don't like it. God doesn't like everyone loving each other, but he does love the pedophile. You come at me with Leviticus fucking again. Go fucking do it, Christian. I want you to come to me one more fucking time and tell me or my fucking mafia member family that we are fucking living in sin. That we are an abomination in the eyes of God. I want you to remember where the fuck you got that shit from. Where the fuck did you get God's opinion of an abomination from? Oh, book of Leviticus? Let's talk a fucking bout. Leviticus. Leviticus says you are a fucking nasty pedophile from the beginning of the fucking book.
Not only were you a pedophile, God was good with it. So much so that he didn't write anything about otherwise for three fucking books. It says in Leviticus, I feel I must put in here because a lot of Christians are getting pissed at a bitch. That do not fall into the depths of sin upon which you entered into. Those aren't the exact words, but that's what my Bible says. My Bible says that God didn't want, the reason why he wrote Leviticus, according to my book, okay, according to my study, Bible, um, the reason he wrote Leviticus, God, through the hand of Moses, wrote Leviticus to tell people how he expected them to be, to deport themselves, how he expected them to deport themselves, how he expected priests to meet a standard. Now, only priests were intended to meet that standard because only priests were considered holy to God. If you're interpreting Leviticus as any fucking thing else, I want you to remember, you go home to God and tell him that shit. You tell God that every fucking body had to live in accordance to Leviticus, including God himself. You will fucking do it though. I don't care if you come to me again and tell me I'm living in sin. I want you to remember why you even know what the fuck a sin is. It's because God gave Adam the right to name that shit from fucking jump cause motherfucker was tired. And then here in Leviticus, after we've decided to defy God, ignore God, tell God no for fuck's sake many, many fucking times, he's wiped the board clean a couple of times already cause he's fed the fuck up with our bullshit and obstinacy. But instead of saying that we are in fact no longer in favor, God has given us a new set of standards. And if you don't meet those standards to this fucking day, the Christian is righteous and judging you badly for it. You're not living how God wants us to live, baby. You're not living in accordance with the word. And I want you to hear me and hear me clearly. Thank fucking God. Thank fucking God I'm not. Thank the God I serve, supreme being that they be that I don't live in accordance with a book. I, Christian Truth Listener, live in accordance with the supremacy, the power that he can do fucking anything. I, lo- I understand it. I allow it. I live with that supremacy in my life. That's the supremacy that I understand. That's the limitations that he has in my book. Fucking none. There's nothing my God can't do. There's nothing my God has ever not done. There is nothing that he wrote down that he didn't do. I don't believe that God wrote the Bible. I don't fucking believe it. Because in the Bible, God told you, you're wrong. I need you to get right. And even though I said it many fucking times, God wrote a whole fucking testament about how to get the fuck right. Because you worked fucking doing it. You think if you had gotten it, you think if you got your shit together in Leviticus, we'd have a whole fucking second Testament. The Bible would be three whole fucking books. It'd be Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus. That'd be fucking it. That would fucking be it. If that was actually true, if you were living in accordance with Leviticus, would we even have a second fucking Testament? No, you wouldn't be a Christian, Christian. You wouldn't even have a savior, Christian. You wouldn't need any of it, Christian. You would never have doubted God, Christian, had Leviticus actually been your fucking standard. Had it actually been your standard since birth, telling all of these generations to come that we have an agenda and our agenda is not in accordance with God. And the only agenda I believe that we have as a mafia is to teach your children how the fuck to accept themselves. 
I have never taught another transgender individual, especially a child, anything other than never tell yourself that you can't. Don't you ever fucking do it. Don't you fucking let me hear you say that shit. Don't ever tell yourself that you can't. There is not a single thing that God has put in your mind that he feels you cannot accomplish. Not a single fucking thing. And that's how big, that's how supreme I worship my deity to be. I worship that supremacy because there's no caveats. There's no, if you don't meet the standard, I don't have any standards to meet with my worship because I worship one being and I'm perfect to him. Absolutely nothing I can do will change it. Not fucking nothing. Nothing I can say. I can denounce him till I'm blue in the fucking face. Literally a smurf. I still don't lose him. That's where the Christian got their fellow man all caught up in fear. If you don't believe that we have the way, then you are lost. God cannot see you. You have blinded God simply by denying he fucking runs shit up in this bitch. Now, because the Bible exists, there are many people who believe that God doesn't run any fucking thing up in this bitch simply because the Bible exists. And a lot of people are fucking offended. How dare you say the Bible's not real? How dare you say you serve God if it fucking is? Once more, some of y'all are confused. A lot of us are on the train, okay, going away from the station that says God wrote a book. We don't believe that shit. We're going off on the next station. The next station states that God is too big to write a book about his own bullshit punk posterity. He's just too big. I don't believe it's polite, okay, to put such an entirety. I don't believe it's polite, okay, to put such an entity in such a small box as the Bible. The Bible says God requires man's devotion. God requires man's loyalty. God requires man. It's fucking important. That's what we are taught to believe. Now, not the gay agenda. The gay agenda teaches every human being to love themselves. That's our fucking agenda. In my fucking opinion, my opinion. My agenda, okay, is simply to love fucking everybody. I'm just supposed to love all of my fellow fucking men. It's just what the fuck I'm supposed to do. And if there's something wrong with that in your eyes, then you are in fact the problem. You don't want us to be united. You don't believe God can love united. You don't believe God can love every color. You don't believe God can love every creed. You don't believe in God. Let's be fucking clear. You don't believe in God. You believe in Jesus. So, so I know you don't believe in God. You believe in Jesus, so I know you don't believe in God. You believe in the Bible, so I know for a fact you don't believe in God. And you never fucking have. The Bible exists today as proof that you doubted God from jump. The Leviticus exists today to prove that God was doubting that you could get your shit together. I have to write three books before you figure out that I don't like what you're doing. Not only do I not like what you're doing, don't start doing it simply because you moved into the fucking area. So what you're saying is the people who were taught not to do what it says not to do in Leviticus, they were taught that because they moved in to an area where that shit was taking place. Fine. I still need you to acknowledge that if that is the case, God acknowledged that he made pedophiles. 
Because God's the one true creator, Christian. You can't have it both fucking ways. He can't be the one true creator and not have made all the homosexuality or the LGBTQ community. It's not fucking possible for him to be the one true creator and have a foe who gets to decide that our souls aren't worthy of God. There's no fucking way you serve supreme and claim that Leviticus is your judge of your righteous judgment. There's no way you serve supreme if you believe that Leviticus gives you the right to judge a bitch. There's no way you're supreme. There's no way you serve supreme. There's no fucking way. That's not service. That's supervision. When you supervise a God, it's you saying, I have the instruction manual now. Okay, we have the rules. So both the deity that wrote it and the people who follow it must abide by it because it's written. It cannot be taken back. But I want you to remember, as I let you go, listener, the books in this Bible that you claim were written by a supreme deity were in fact written because you were doing nasty things. You were doing these things and that's why he had to correct you. That's what you believe he wrote down because you were wrong in your actions. If that's the case, so be it. But I do not believe that God stopped seeing fucking people simply because they didn't get right. Because there's been a few centuries to go by, you know what I mean? A millennia, in fact, or two that went and no one believed that God was running a damn thing. Not only was he not running a damn thing, he wasn't even in the running to be running shit. There was other deities that were more prevalent to the Christian mind, like the devil. Fucking Lucifer got a specific name. The devil, the angel that was uppity in heaven before we were fucking created, says the human who belie believes in the Bible. Says the human who believes in the Bible. That devil was created before we were even made. God's foe was created before we were even made. Sin was created before we were even fucking made. God was fucking up before he even made humans. And that's the story that you go home with, Christian. That's what you will tell God to his face. You're going to tell him, not me. I don't have to tell God that I believed he had a foe. I don't have to tell God that I believe he wrote a book talking about he's a punk. I don't have to tell God I believe I need a salvation or a savior. I don't have to fucking tell him that shit. I don't have to do it. You can't make me. And this is why. Because there's no way a supreme deity bowed down and gave us what the fuck we asked for, a.k.a. salvation. There's no way that a supreme deity took a whole fucking six days in a rusty pool to make fucking creation, a.k.a. the fucking seven-day period. No, there's just no fucking way you serve supreme and believe that Leviticus is your place of judgment. You have the right. God gave it to you in Genesis and you've kept it. All three books to make sure people know to this day that although it does not apply to the modern day Christian, it does apply to the agnostic. It does apply to the atheist. It does apply to the non-believer. It applies to everyone else other than the Christian it was fucking written for. Now, you say God wrote it, but it doesn't apply to you. And it's confusing to me. If God wrote it, then why the fuck doesn't it apply to you? You're the one saying you follow God. You're the one who's saying you worship a supreme deity. If you do, Christian, then why are you a Christian? Why in Leviticus are you being told to get right if you, in fact, worship God? From the very beginning of the book all the way to the fucking end of Acts, you want us to believe that your book depicts a supreme deity. But Christian, I'm here to set the record straight. Your book is your controlling your God. He can't go outside of it. He can't contradict it. And he damn sure can't pick anybody that coincides with what he says he can't believe. And he damn sure can't pick anybody who goes against what he says he believed in. God wrote a book, you see. Listener, he wrote a book 
And he expects us to live in accordance with this book, specifically Leviticus. Leviticus expects us to keep our anointed leaders on their toes. They, they must be held accountable. So you start doing that shit. No, fuck you, SBC. Do that shit now. Start fucking holding them fucking accountable. If you know they did it, then fucking fire their stupid asses. God will have a few questions for you to answer, SBC. You knew that they were diddling children. You knew they were taking virginity. You knew they were defiling innocence and you allowed them to continue collecting the paycheck. My name is Prophetess LGBTQ. We didn't do a hypothetical of heaven because, well, Leviticus is upsetting me. It's important though that you remember, if you don't remember anything else from this episode, that Leviticus is used to judge a lot of fucking people. But Leviticus does not get followed by a lot of people as well. The same people who judge you, non-Christian, non-believer, are the same people who do not actually understand why Leviticus was written. Now it says for holiness, the theme is holiness. Now the theme might be holiness, but it was your way of getting right. God didn't like what the fuck he saw. We have an entire third book, Leviticus, to this day, Christian truth listener, undercover Christian, because God didn't like what he saw. He didn't like it so fucking much. He had to get you right. He had to write that shit the fuck down. I don't believe God wrote a Bible. I don't believe he gave us a savior. I don't believe God took all fucking six days in a rusty poo to make creation. I don't believe any of that bullshit of your Bible. But if you do, I need you to understand something. You will answer for that belief. You will answer for believing in a book that says God was not supreme. That God kept fucking leaving you. That God needed man from fucking jump. You will answer for that shit. Not me. This bitch doesn't have to answer that shit no fucking more. You joined the Christian Truth Podcast. I thank you guys for listening and joining with us again. And we will talk to you again real soon. Remain blessed.